0: So let's face it, managing compliance sucks. It's complicated, it's so hard to keep organized, and it requires a ton of expertise in order to survive the entire process. Welcome to Compliance Unfiltered, a podcast dedicated to making compliance suck less. Now, here's your host, Todd Cachot, with Adam Goslin. Well, welcome in to another edition of Compliance Unfiltered. I'm Todd Cachot, alongside a man who is known for his compliance communication, Adam Goslin. Adam, how the heck are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic today, Todd. How about yourself?
0: Man, I cannot complain. I really can't. Today, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is team communication and compliance. So talk to us a little bit more. Um, Why is the realm of communication challenging in the compliance space
1: well you know the when you're on a compliance engagement uh, anybody that anybody that's done it before it doesn't matter where you are it doesn't matter if you were the person going through it it doesn't matter if you're the consultant you know kind of pl- trying to play uh, matchmaker it doesn't matter if you're the assessor um communication on compliance engagements typically is an absolute cluster f um you know the you've got <laughs> you know you've got i mean you've got stuff coming at you from every single freaking direction you know you've got um yeah you got. okay so you got your regular you know you got your meetings you've got you happen to be in a meeting about something else and you know whatever bob decides to go tell you at that point in the game critical information that you need to know about the compliance engagement you know so now you're trying to write a note down on a piece of paper or put it someplace and. You know blah to bring it back you've got people calling your desk phone your cell phone leaving messages on both of those text messages uh you know i mean with the advent of all of the various communication tools we've got now on our teams and slack and you know blah you know you got all those channels flying at you too um you know uh, you know emails and 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 it's just you got, you're typically dealing with, you know, dozens of people and, you know, and a dozen plus different communication channels. Um, so, you know, everything kind of feels, feels like you're running by the seat of your pants. You know, you're just barely putting out a fire and three more pop up. It's almost like a whack-a-mole, you know. <laughs> um, it's uh it, 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 it and and then you've got the other problem which is that, you know, certain people or whatever, you know, you they were supposed to get you something by filling the blank, but now they're non-responsive and now you're having to hunt them down, you know, especially like external some of the external vendors. Um you know, they can go they can go radio silent for, you know, for weeks, you know, type of deal. Um you know, it's it's a high-stress arena um you know you're heading a lot of directions uh, there's, there's you know despite your efforts to try to hold everything together and herd the cats you know herd the compliance cats um you know it's 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 exhausting <laughs> so um you know when you when you then go look at you know what can we do to make things easier um you know certainly um communication comes you know back into that mix if you will most definitely no why is good
0: communication critical for compliance management
1: well the reason that it's important is that um you know not just important but it is literally critical that that you get the the communication parts right um you know is that everybody struggles with this internal staff vendors consultants assessors you know uh you know your third you know your third third parties that you've got i don't know I mean, you gotta you know outsource you know legal or hr people whatever it may be it's just it's 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 a huge 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 uh challenge um you know so you know communication is usually one of those things that you know, people will, people will sit there, they'll go, Oh, well, you know, we'll make we, yeah, we'll make that better next time or next week, or you know, it's like <laughs> I oh it was funny. I was talking to a, I was talking to a, it just reminded me of something. I was talking to a guy and he and he said that uh he said there was a place that he used to work, it was a uh, it was like a restaurant slash bar, and up on the up on the wall they had free beer tomorrow was the was the sign. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that so emulates you know what, what happens on these compliance engagements because uh you know we're like yeah we'll, we'll solve the communication problem tomorrow but uh no i mean you know when you're when you're trying to get your arms around certification um you know and you know you say okay well what's on my you know what's on my top list of items that i want to take seriously you know Working on the communication usually lands in you know around like item one hundred or something, um, just because everybody's got all these other you know burning burning ass emergencies that are popping up. So you know I've you know it, it's interesting and in kind of putting it into putting it into context. You know clients that you first start working with and you're trying to get you know trying to get them heading in the right direction, etc. You know it's a challenge, but the interesting part is that for folks that I've worked with for, let's say, three plus years, you the communication issues dramatically get mitigated over that period of time. Um, And and it's not a coincidence that they're able to, you know, slice the amount of time they have to spend on compliance stuff, uh, security and compliance stuff. in, In many cases, it's half, you know, half or more of what they initially spent. Uh, you know, kind of going through it. So there's some big, you know, some big benefits there. Um, you know, the, the organizations that were able to, you know, kind of gain those dramatic efficiencies is, you know, streamlining their workflows, eliminating communication problems, uh, you know, getting everybody on the same page. Um, I can tell you with certainty that there's generally resistance, um, you know, at initially, um, but, you know, by the time that we get to kind of the end of the engagement, the end of the first year, you know, it, it's interesting, the same organizations that were, you know, kind of vehemently adamant that we need to, you know, we we function by you know, leveraging these 18 billion ma- modes of communication, you know, type of thing. What they find is that you know there's there's certain advantages to consult- that consolidation and streamlining, um, you know, that they um, you know that they can kind of go through. So uh, it's fun watching those that I've worked with, uh, you know, kind of seeing the light bulbs go on. Of you know, we didn't understand what why. You were so insistent that we did fill in the blank, uh, but now we get it. And so it's it's kind of fun watching those, you know, watching those light bulbs go off. Most definitely.
0: How does one get the team prepared for the coming communication change?
1: Well certainly, um, <laughs> the, f- the foundation of any you know, kind of good, good communication is to set the stage, right? Um, you know, you, you do want to make sure that you're, um, you know, how you're starting the engagement will, you know, it will really kind of determine how it goes. Um, so, um, you know, the, I, I, the way I put it to, to folks is that, you know, you need to um, you're getting a lot of pressure to you know, get, hey get things going. Typically, when the security and compliance arena starts getting heat, it's generally because there's some business business uh, impetus that's behind it. Some big opportunity, some big client, some existing client that, you know, now wants more, whatever it may be um, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's usually a lot of pressure, um, to, to just get going. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'll typically see, you know, see folks, you know, using that, you know, ready shoot aim approach, uh, you know, which the problem is, is that, you know, just amassing the troops and starting to run, um, you know, means that nobody knows where the hell they need to be running, uh, how they need to be running. Is this a long run or a short run? Should I be jogging or sprinting, <laughs> you know, etc. cetera. So, um, you know, you really want to take a, you know, kind of take a moment and get the lay of the land before, you know, before you set out. So the folks on the team, there's some things that, that they're going to want to, they're going to want to communally understand, um, mm-hmm. you know, about, uh, you know, about what we're doing here. Um, so certain, certainly first is the scope of the engagement, you know, how broad or how tight is this scope going to be? Um, you know, what What are the priorities that we need to start getting into initially? And who has their name tied to those things, which are kind of the first round of, you know, round of deliverables, if you will. Um, so, you know, kind of laying that groundwork with your internal team so that you can kind of get, get off on the right foot. That's important. But similarly, um, you know, you also want to make sure that you've got, you know, kind of those around you uh, involved, um, you know, it, kind of be involved in understanding their role. So certainly I, I would recommend to folks, especially up front, um, you know, get your own internal team with their arms around where we're heading, why, who's doing what, etc. Then get the, get the assessor engaged right out of the gate, too. Um uh, hmm. You know, if you have to have an assessor, um, you know, if if you're subject to to having an assessment, get the assessor involved as well. They don't have to sit there for fill in the blank number of months or weeks or you know years in some cases um, <laughs> to to go get through all of your you know preparation. Um, but certainly having them involved out of the gate, understanding who players are, feeling like they're part of the process. That, that that will that that'll win you a lot of uh you know it'll win you a lot of kind of good karma uh as you as you head down that path the more the assessor it feels like they're, they're part of what's, you know, what's happening here. Um, the more invested they'll be in it. Um, in, and certainly the more amenable they'll be. Uh, but getting everybody kind of on that same page, heading in the right direction, it's huge. Cause you know, the, the, the way we start these things out, uh, it, it is enormous to make sure that you've just got, kind of got the, the baseline set. And really that doesn't matter if I'm doing this for the very, the, obviously the very first time it's critical. But even if you're going into year two or year three, you know, pulling the, pulling the players together, you know, laying the groundwork for your next, you know, for your next run, incorporating Mm -hmm. any lessons learned, things along those lines, just a just a good way to start it out.
0: Well, I guess that kind of leads to the next question, which is like how do consolidated communications help?
1: (laughs) Well, um, number one is that um if 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 possible, if humanly I was going through the example earlier, right? You know, you got the, the, the slacks and, the, you know, this, this communication thing and emails and texts and multiple phones, voicemails, you know, and, and, and network drop zones, you name it. Um, it, is, it is astronomically challenging when you're in that environment. It's, it's almost impossible. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I, the way I look at it is organizations that do that to their compliance people, they, they, it's your own damn fault. You are setting these people up for failure. If, you, if you're going to force, you know, kind of for, force people to operate in that manner. It, I mean, it's literally your own damn fault that things are taking so long and blah, 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 blah. Now, um, you know, uh, I I tell, when I when I get started on an engagement, <laughs> I, I emphasize, we are going, and this is for folks that are going through a compliance engagement, leveraging the TCT portal, is that I'll let them know, I'll say, look, I don't care. Every single element aspect of communication on this freaking engagement is going to go into the one single channel and repository that we have as the master location where all of our stuff sits. And, you know, I get, I, I, I have gotten, you know, like I said earlier, I've gotten pushback uh, from clients, but, um, you know you, you you start doing the you know doing the fuzzy math about how broad the you know broad and what a gigantic waste of time it is you know validating and checking all these various you know various locations it because it's in these disparate channels you know you have to track it all manually you know etc and you know, next thing you know, you're spending valuable hours every single week, just where, where the hell was that message again that, you know, blah de blah sent to me? Uh Well, you know, was it the text message? Uh, no, wait a second, was it the voicemail? No, well, I know I may say voicemails. You, you're just wasting time looking around for crap, and so um, you know, only to find out that, oh, crap, no, it wasn't any of those things. I remember hearing their voice, but it was a phone conversation now, and I I, I neglected to go write the notes down you know, from it, and now it's on me you know what i mean now i got to go back and 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 follow up so sure when you have that single channel of communication um it's awesome because then you know i i go to one place and i know exactly where everything is or isn't you know type of thing if i need to figure out did somebody do fill in the blank i go one place and look um you know oh my god you you end up that that alone saves such an astronomical amount of time on engagements that it's not even funny
0: well, how does accountability play into communication here?
1: Well, you want to make sure you're keeping the, you know, kind of keeping the, t- the team accountable, um, setting out those expectations, you know, kind of either at the the beginning of your annual run or uh, you or whatnot. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, good thing to go in and do. Uh, make sure that the team knows that they're going to be held accountable through the things that are needed. Um, you know, and it's not because you know some I don't know some people. It's so weird. Some people take end up taking offense. You know, Oh, you know, I don't I don't need a babysitter. I don't need somebody micromanaging me or blah 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 blah. You know, the accountability isn't you know isn't those things um you know it's uh because things happen right yeah i mean you know uh mary may have had every right intention to do fill in the blank on such and such a date but you want to know what your boss is you know like and i'm the compliance manager the compliance manager's boss's boss told her she needed to redirect and do fill in the blank so what are we all going to do? Nothing other than <laughs> other than go, you know, switch around the dates and and whatnot. You know, you don't <laughs> need to nag, you don't need to, to to micromanage, but keeping them accountable, absolutely. So uh, you know, making sure that you've got task reminders on a weekly or possibly daily basis, um, so that every team member is kept apprised of, you know what's coming up, what's due, what are they behind on, you know, et cetera. And then, and then carry that, um, carry that management and tracking forward into, you know, meetings and whatnot, Um, you know, ask about those due and overdue tasks. Um, Is there some type of a problem? Does the team member need help or clarity? I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with, you know, whatever, this thing is due on Tuesday, the 17th of, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you get to Tuesday the 17th And you're on the call with so-and-so And and that's when they go You know, I didn't quite understand What it is that I needed to provide for It's like oh This is this. These are questions (laughs) that would have been helpful yesterday. Um, You know, so you know. The bottom line is, is that it's. uh, And I've I've said it before. Compliance engagements. I don't think there's anything that epitomizes them more than cat herding. Um, You know, it's a. It is a, a, a true exercise in patience. To. Uh, to be able to navigate the waters on these things. So um, you know, but but making sure, do they need that help or clarity? Um, what can we do to help support them? Do they keep getting pulled off? You know, we talked about earlier, you know, about uh kind of interruptions, bosses, bosses, boss you know, we yank somebody off to go do some critical blah blah blah. You know, okay, it happens, but in the same sense, those same uppity ups are the ones that are gonna be, you know, that are going to be stomping on your skull, when oh why is the compliance engagement running behind schedule you know it's like well all right which side of our mouth are we going to be talking out of here are we talking are we going to talk about the 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 side of the mouth where it's just you know, uh, whatever I say goes, or are we going to, you know, get into the land of reality, you know, which is if you'd stop pulling people and yanking them and changing their priorities and blah, blah, which would allow us to do this in a lot more efficient mash- fashion. So sometimes <laughs> there's some tough conversations that need to happen with the, you know, with the compliance manager that, you know, kind of go back to, you know, various members of the team. So how often should the different groups
0: be actually meeting?
1: Well, number one, and most importantly, meet regularly. Um, it, it's probably the thing that, uh, that in some cases, uh, organizations will kind of gripe about, um, you know, is you got to meet frequently. And depending on where you're at in the continuum, depending on what pressures are coming from, you know, externally, uh, aka above your head within the organization or from clients or whatever, um, you may need to drop things down to twice a week. Every day of the week, you know who knows. Um, you know, the 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 thing is, is that people people generally don't have a hate. Well, they've grown a hatred of meetings because they really hate pointless meetings. So if you're you know, and and that's that's a part of the reason why people have been conditioned to just f and hate meetings is because there's so many of them that are complete utter waste of time. So make sure. As the, you know, as the kind of the, the cat herder, the compliance cat herder, if you will, um, you know, just make sure you're ready to go, you have, are organized, you keep it short, you keep it brief, you keep it to the point. I mean, I, I, I got into a, you know, kind of in, into a habit of literally kind of driving those discussions and you know yep we would clear through a ton of content and blah we get it done in 15 minutes and be back off the f and phone because that way you know everybody can go do their thing so you know when you go in and you're and and you're talking about your internal team you know, there's, you know, you want to meet with them at least once a week, um, probably more frequently. Um, use those meetings for checking in on each person's progress. Um, you know, the, the, the important part here is, and one of the things that I tried to, that I try to do when I was, you know, managing engagements is be cognizant of who actually needs to be there. So if you got 20 people uh, on the team but you don't have any open due or overdue elements for, you know, 10 of the 20 people Well, cut them loose from the meeting. If they, if they, if because they're diligent, they just wanted to show up just in case and blah, blah, blah. That's great. Thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. I'm going to give you minutes back in your day. I'm going to cut loose, you know, Bob, Sarah, Mary, and uh, Edward, all of you guys, you're all set. Thank you so much for joining, you know, and then just cut them loose and you knew that sure. first 10 seconds, you know, Um, they appreciate it. I appreciate them, you know, showing up perfect, you know, keep it moving. Uh, but you know, if you're one of the benefits and we were talking about TCT portal earlier, the benefit of TCT portal. And this is the piece where the light bulbs don't quite go on for people until they start getting in using it and seeing the benefit is that the project status is live. It's a live. It's a dashboard. It's automatically updated based on activity within the system. You don't need to go hunt down. Where are we at? You know, blah, blah, blah. You just pull up the freaking dashboard and you're running. So, um, you know, pull up. Pull up that dashboard. Pull up your current status, and start running through any of the specific issues, any questions, concerns, difficulties. What do they need help with? What, what executive do I need to go corral and tell them to stop yanking people? You know, and 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 so clear through that. You know, make sure that things are moving. Um, the other important element is that um, is that if you're if you're in there using the portal again, consolidated all your consolidated compliance communication in one spot. As you're going through and you talking with okay Bob I know you're going to try to get this for today but now you're going to be targeting Thursday fantastic awesome uh, you know then put the note in there Bob's gonna you know go ahead and deliver this Thursday that way you remember what the deal was with that particular item when you get to you know looking at it later in the week or come the next week et cetera but yeah, you know, like I said, you should be able to with a compliance management tool like the TCT portal. You should be able to clear. Your, generally speaking, you should be able to clear your status meetings in fifteen minutes or less. And everyone, everyone, even though they're going to fear the fact that you're setting up the meeting, um, will be eternally thankful. <laughs> um, you know, when we get to the external partners, um, you know, uh, things like assessors, vendors, uh, you're going to need to communicate with them as well. I, I would not. Under any circumstances, similar to how I said, cut loose the people on the internal team that don't have something that's open, Mm -hmm. do the same thing, you know, be cognizant of the assessors and the vendors, Um, you know, in both cases, uh, you know, they're there to help. Um, they're there to, to fulfill their responsibility, but you know, you you know, their their time's valuable. So, um, especially the oh, the assessors don't want to get dragged into week after week after week of completely useless meetings. Um, you know, if that doesn't make any sense, it's actually going to make them kind of begrudge what they're you know <laughs> what they're what they're doing, getting drugged through. Similarly, with vendors, um, at certain points in the continuum, you're going to need this particular vendor for this particular conversation. Uh, you know, put them don't even put them on as optional on the you know on on the meeting notices specifically invite them when you specifically need them uh, and then with the assessors you can do the same damn thing you know don't have them on the regular weekly meetings but um you know as you get to a point where now we're really starting to turn and burn um, now you can go ahead and fold them into you know kind of into those meetings the other arena that that i would call critical for communication and honestly it's one of the most neglected communication tools that compliance managers have. And that is clear communication to the executives. We talked about Mm -hmm. some of the, ancillary issues you need to get resolved with executives but you know the the people on the executive team they do not need to be in the you know eyeball deep conversation about how exactly we're you know how exactly we're going to go ahead and tune our file integrity monitoring system you know they just they they don't give a crap all they want to know is are you done yet you know um, you know, type of thing and high level. So, you know, uh, you know, kind of gear your, um, you know, kind of gear your communications based on the audience, certainly for the execs, you've got to keep it at a big picture milestone level, et cetera. Um, un- it, they, they all have mouths and emails and blah, 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 blah. They can go ahead and open their mouth if they want to know more about fill in the blank. But generally speaking, walk into it with that notion of executive level overview, um, you know, at, at a high level. Um, they trust you to, to to take care of the day by day uh, and that you're doing your job. Otherwise they wouldn't be giving you a paycheck. So um, you know, but having those periodic meetings for, you know, with the executive leadership, it's really, really important. You want to, you don't want to, you know, meet with them too often. So you don't need to meet with them once a week, but maybe once a month would be, be appropriate. You know, you, you can gear it based on your organization, you know, is it a every three weeks, is it every six weeks, whatever. But, um, you know, make sure whatever you've established Stick with that. It's really, really easy. What I've seen, especially for the status updates and the execs, is it's really, really easy for them to go through and just oh, I don't have time for this. I'm going to go ahead and kill. I'm going to go ahead and kill the compliance status meeting type of thing. Um, it seems to be one that they'll typically toss off. But mm. um, you know, you you definitely do not want to be in this arena where. Um, you know, where they haven't heard from you. And I'm just making, I'll just go a scenario game. They haven't heard from you in three to four months now. Okay. Not a peep, no idea. Right. And everything that they know is everything's on track. And all of a sudden, you know, six weeks before we're supposed to be done, you know, now we're popping out of the woodwork and going, Oh yeah, by the way, we have this problem that occurred. And now we're going to have to push back by, you know, by another two or three months. They're going to hit the ceiling tiles, hit the ceiling tiles because they've they've been in the dark for this entire time they have to. And I know about the stuff earlier, blah, blah, blah. If you're meeting with them every three weeks, four weeks, whatever it may be. Now you've got an opportunity to uh, to kind of go, uh, you know, go back, um, you know, to go back. Uh, gain their support they'll be you know kind of more behind you if you will um you know etc it's uh it, it it's really it's really fun when you watch a compliance manager that's kind of really got it together especially with the executives the 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 amount of uh, uh, you know kind of tonal shift in how they view security compliance within the organization it's dramatically different when hmm. when they when they've got that continuous stream of, of internal community communication.
0: Now, when do you typically see these changes being effective?
1: Well, you you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to basically, uh, you know, wrangle the cats, right? You're yeah. going to need to give it a little bit, um, you know, even if, even if you go through, if, if an organization goes through, does everything that we're telling them to do, et cetera, uh, you're not going to master them year one. It's just not going to happen. So give it some time. Um, you know, what I typically say to folks is your your very first run through compliance is going to take fill in the blank, you know, is is gonna take as long as it takes to be able to kind of get there. Your first full year of maintaining compliance, you're again, you're gonna now, you're now shifting into this new arena um new arena of actually maintaining what you said that you you have in place initially um it's going to have its own series of challenges etc so you know your your first trip to the compliance rodeo is going to be painful uh your first (laughs) full year will be slightly less painful than the first trip because that was horrifying but what, you know, a lot of folks underestimate that first full year. Um, then once you start getting into the second full year of, you know, kind of operational compliance, now you're going to start to see, it's okay, now I'm starting to see uh, dramatic, you know, kind of significant improvement, streamlining, et cetera. Usually it takes until you're into your kind of your third or fourth year of, of op- what I call operational compliance, maintaining mm-hmm. what we've got before you really see things kind of settle out. Uh, you know, settle out, really gain that level of efficiency. But, you know, it, the unfortunate part is, is that it, it takes time. But earlier on, I said, hey, if you're going to go do this, then you need to be, you know, you need to be the one. That is, you know, kind of driving uh, this ship. You need to enforce that they're, you know, actually going to go in and, you know, do these things and follow the communication path that we've got set out. Um, but if you stick to your guns, if you if you enforce that as you go, remind people mercilessly, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you know you will uh, you, you will certainly see the benefits in the long run. Excellent. Parting shots and thoughts. Well, if you can't tell, given we managed to somehow fill up—I I don't know—twenty-something minutes worth of just talking about talking. Uh, you know, uh, the commu- communication is is an arena that is extremely underrated. Um, organizations really need to focus on it far as i'm concerned it's one of the most critical elements to get right uh for a successful engagement because if you don't have this right you're just you're just making your life miserable um at the end of the day all the planning and all the prep will be worth it you just got to give it time that's the good stuff
0: Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Compliance Unfiltered. I'm Todd Cichot.
1: And I'm Adam Goslin. Hope we help to get you fired up to make your compliance suck less.